0: rundown nation i'm Woj. i'm wall and we're back at you with another preview our last one uh, unless we do uh are, are we are we thinking about doing any more here while well, i don't want to give any teasers away but you know i really don't like notre dame so i don't like doing them
1: you don't want to do the independence woge you don't like you don't respect the independence is what you're saying if you do not have A conference attached to your team—you are not worthy of Woj's respect. Is that what I'm hearing, Woj? Get the hell out of Dodge! (laughs) And I'm
0: pretty sure that's what the NCAA is going to tell them in a couple years, anyways. Well,
1: they they might—they better—they might say, "Hey, you want to get in the playoff? However, we expand it. You know, get a conference. You're not wrong, Woj. You're not wrong. But time will tell.
0: Yeah, time will tell. We might—we might cover some of those teams. We'll see. We'll see. But today, we're going to focus on the Pac-12 the conference out west wall it's uh it's hard getting to watch some of those games because they play at stupid times uh, but very there's late, a lot of <laughs> yeah yeah very late. um but we're gonna start it off while well, we're gonna we it's just me and you today so we're, let's just go back and forth here we're gonna try to go in alphabetical order even though it's it's depressing going in alphabetical order for the pac-12 because <laughs> the good teams don't come till later but let's start it off with the arizona wildcats Wall.
1: Watch, you always bring the analysis, baby. Let me tell you, I didn't even notice that, but you're on top of it. We are starting off with Arizona, so we're starting off with the bottom, Woj. You're not wrong, my friend. You are not wrong. <laughs> this football team, though, you know I used to love Arizona. They had Khalil Tate. Remember that, Woj?
0: Remember oh, Khalil not, Tate? Don't remind me, your boy crush in college oh, fantasy. Man.
1: He was amazing, Woj. What an athlete. Pass and run. It didn't matter. He could do everything. Back then, they had Rich Rod. What a football team. And then Sumlin came into that program and whoa, he tore it apart. What an awful showing they've had the past few years, Woj. And last year, it didn't really get a whole lot better under Fish. I mean, the record last year was what? Four and eight? You know? Four, uh, yeah. No. No, they, no, they, won they and 11, only won one. one and
0: won One an eleven.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they only won one game. And I th- I think it was I think they did win one conference game. I can't remember who it was against, but yeah, one win. It's it's a program that's not they're definitely not progressing any. 124th in scoring last year, Woj. 124th in scoring. I mean, you gotta get some points on the board if if you want to win football games. Now that I'm thinking about it, they beat California, though. It was a low scoring game, I think under two touchdowns. But that was the game that they did win. They just I mean, they that, couldn't. That score. was the one
0: game in two years. Wall, let's not forget that. Not just last year, the year before
1: just, they didn't. They didn't even win a game. It's insane. But the year before, we won't count against Mr. Fish though, because that I believe that was still under someone. So we'll, we'll give them a clean yeah. slate as of last year. They just they didn't get anything done. You know, Delora's coming in. We'll see. But this is this is a team that you know they might get blanked. <laughs> they might not win another game again this year. So I'm going under three on Arizona with this one.
0: Well, I got them at four and eight, and possibly five okay so and hear me out hear me out and i, I might be very wrong on this but th- for this is wild but they had a good recruiting year believe it or not uh, they on multiple sites landed in the 20s for recruiting class this is a team that's won one game in two years they went one and 11 last year in 0 and five the year before and they banked two four-star recruits in recruiting and got another one in the transfer portal I don't know what's happening over there under this new regime, but it's a little fishy to me. Um, But anyways, they got Jaden Delora, the QB from Washington State. He's not the four-star I'm talking about, but that's a great pickup, 63.2%. Uh, passing completion with 2,800 yards last year, 23 touchdowns to nine interceptions. We know him, Washington State quarterback. Those guys always like to sling it, and he's got someone to throw it to now And Jacob Cowing from UCLA. That's the other four star, 69 receptions for almost 1,400 yards and seven TDs last uh, last year. Wall with that's a 19.6 yard per reception. That's, that's awesome. That's huge for Jaden dora i mean that and it's good for the program too i mean you have people in the program that are going to say we'll see we have to wait and see obviously i'm going to have to say we're going to wait and see but uh you know the defense was a big struggle last year they did pick up uh johnny nason a former ucla uh defensive coordinator we'll see uh we'll see how he does and how he turns it around Uh, They do have an awful schedule, though. I mean, to start the season, they are at San Diego State, Mississippi State, and uh, North Dakota State come to Tucson. So, I mean, just starting off the track isn't easy for them. Uh, When you get to the harder matchups, uh, it's hopeful for the Wildcat fans, you have Colorado, Oregon, USC, Washington State, and Arizona State are all home games for them this year. So if you're a Wildcat fan and you want them to win some games, and I hope you do because I'm betting the over, uh, I go to those games and cheer them on as hard as you can because <laughs> uh, I just need a couple wins. Uh, but this team's growing. I don't believe they're a 0-1 or 2-win team anymore. I think this is uh, easily uh, a 3-5 to five win season for them, Walt.
1: Hey, you're betting with your money, Woj, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> Take the over all day, buddy, as long as it's your money.
0: All right, let's talk about another, uh, as uh, a coach called it last year, uh, was quoted as saying the dumpster fire. Um, Arizona State Sun Devils, wall.
1: Would you like to share what coach was quoted saying the dumpster fire, Woj?
0: It was a unanimous.
1: Oh, They're, I didn't know.
0: Uh, yeah, it was uh, posted in Athlon last year, and they said uh, – the Herm Edwards Arizona State Sun Devils is a dumpster fire of a program.
1: Oof, well, he went on like, to say
0: many more words too, but uh, the, that that always stood out as the, the dumpster fire over there. Yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> I mean, the, the problem is they got a lot of off field controversy, right? Well, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's continuing too. it's it's growing it's not you're not Herm Edwards over there he's not getting rid of it which that's a head coach needs to nip that in the butt or the administration needs to fire him so I get I can understand what that I'm guessing meant anonymous you know tipster we'll call him was calling and complaining about or whatever you're referring to but this team is you know even off on the field they're they're not that great I mean they got Emery Jones which you know he's my boy too from last year he was on the Florida I, I believe I had him on fantasy did I not uh, you did have him on fantasy. Good
0: quarterback, Wall. I mean, he he had great numbers last year for for them. And you know who else they get? The Chicago native running back and Xavier Valaday from Wyoming, who by the way had a thousand plus rushing season last year.
1: That'll help. I mean, you get a new quarterback, new running back. That's great. But you still got the rest of the team that has to flow around you. So it's going to be a question of whether Herm Edwards can get things turned over. He can get this program under control on the field and off the field. This year, I don't think it's the team that does or it's the year they do that. I remember hearing last year, this team has national championship hopes. And we talked about in the program, it was such a joke that people were talking about at the beginning of the year. Uh, A few games in, it kind of came apparent how stupid the people were that were saying that. But this year, I I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different. I'm just going to go under six on these guys.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely going under six. I have them slated at five and seven, uh, which maybe is even strong. I mean, it's not very sunny for the Sun Devils, especially with the uh, the recruiting <laughs> violations and the NCAA investigations coming along. I mean, well, just since the end of the season for the Sun Devils, they've lost 22 plus players to the transfer portal, so everybody's getting out of Dodge. Yeah, they picked up Emory Jones and a couple of the others, but you hit the nail on the head there when you said it's they're not the whole team because there's a lot of other parts that go into this so you know I, I almost want to change that to four and eight just because there's a lot of changes going on there a fresh start all new coaching staff nearly every player is going to be new at least in the sun devil jersey they're going to be new so this is going to be a possibly rough year for them uh but we'll have to see how it goes uh what about the cal california golden bears wall
1: well cal as they're usually referred to my friend i don't know i, I don't know about this program we'll just let's put a couple big Question marks on what happens this year for the California Bears. Bill Musgrave, the offensive coordinator over there, he says that they're going to be passing the ball a lot more this year. I don't know. Is that going to help them? Maybe. Maybe not. I this The problem with the Pac-12, you mentioned it. The games are so late that I don't catch a lot of them. And I'm not going to lie. We watch a lot of college football. You know that. All our friends know that. Everyone that listens to this program knows that. But I did not catch a lot of Cal games last year. I can only remember three or four off the top of my head. So they are not a team I'm very familiar with. I'm just going to go over five and a half because I flipped a coin on this one, Woj, and it landed on heads.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going under. I got them at five and seven. Uh, they picked up Jake Plummer from Purdue. You know him well, Wall. Not that great. Got beat out by O'Connell, and O'Connell's going to start for Purdue this year. Um they lose all four top of their, their top five, statistically top five wide receivers. So Plummer's going to have some work to do there trying to figure out who's going to be the next good guy. Um, they only have seven starters back throughout the whole team. They have Notre Dame on the schedule as, as well as all the other big dogs, UCLA, USC, Oregon, uh, in the schedule as well. So I, I don't see them winning more than five games. I'm, I'm going to stick in the under there and I'm going I'm to definitely bet that. Uh, mine, mine's sitting on tails while I flipped a coin,
1: too. Nice. I'm, I'm interested. In this next one we're doing the the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm interested to see where you're going with this one, Woj.
0: <laughs> I am going three and nine, maybe two and maybe two and ten. So we talked about dumpster fires, right? With with Arizona State. Well, if they're a dumpster fire, then Colorado's ten of those. Uh, they're they're just their whole block is just dumpsters with fires in them. It's it's not good here. I mean it's a struggling football team. They lose their best two players and Brendan Rice, who's the wide receiver, went to USC and running back Jarrett Richard, who was a good running back, and he's going to Michigan State. There's uh, there, <laughs> and, and if the dumpster fires weren't enough, Wall, this their schedule is the surface of the sun, they have to play TCU, Minnesota, Air Force. That's just their out of conference schedule. Okay. So they're not already going to get off in a good direction. Uh, maybe they win a couple lucky games and squeeze out some crazy wins at home versus Cal and ASU, but barring a magical transfer fairy appearance, uh, I think they're slated to win three games here, Wall, if
1: not less. So the over-under is sitting at three right now, Woj. You got to pick one. You're going to go under on this, I <sighs> am going under. I'm going under. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, I think the point you made that was the best point about this football team is their first three games, man, they got TCU. I guess if, if you could say anything good about that, they get them at home. You know, TCU is yeah. tra- traveling to Colorado to play, which, you know, I guess that's one good thing. But I, I, TCU wins that game, I think, hands down. And then they go to Air Force, which not just that they play in the Air Force, they go to Air Force. And then right after that game, they go to Minnesota. And we're talking about three weeks in a row. We're not talking about, you know, they get time in between to prepare for those. Those are, those are the first three games. They're playing right back to back to back. So I'm, I'm well, going to go ahead. Woj. It, and that sets you off
0: for the season too. Wall. I, I mean, this is your like, this is supposed to be the cupcake time, right? To get you pumped and get you warmed up and get everybody clicking. I mean, they ain't going to be clicking if they're losing, right?
1: No. And the problem is too, because we, we mentioned those three games specifically, then they play UCLA, which, you know, if they could win a game on the schedule, it might be UCLA. Who knows? <laughs> But then they've got those four games in a row, and then that one game that they can for sure compete in and maybe win is Arizona. But they've played those, you know, those four heavy hitters, bangers right in a row, and then they play Arizona, and then they go on their bye. So I don't know. The schedule just doesn't line up well for them. I'm going to go under on these guys, even though it's just a three number.
0: Well, what are your thoughts on UCLA?
1: I mean, UCLA to me, and maybe it's just because I'm from the West, you know, or from the Midwest, I should say. I'm not from the West. Uh, They're kind of like kale, Woj. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about them. I know that Chip Kelly took over there, you know, a few years ago, uh, four years ago, I believe, and he just has not been as good as he'd been, in, obviously at Oregon for sure. In the NFL, you know, I don't watch much NFL. People tell me he was good. People tell me he wasn't good. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. But I know at UCLA he hasn't been great by any means. I he's had a couple, you know, Dorian top, DTR. How long has he been there, Woj?
0: I mean, I I feel like we talk about them every year. There's also another person at UCLA we talk about every year. I think they're two key players that have been in college for 20
1: years. Yeah, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. I mean, the, you know one thing I like about this team though—they got Mister Zach Charbonnet. That's what I—that's the
0: other guy I'm talking about. Well, there's that's like a rundown special running back there,
1: Charbonnet. Yeah, baby. He took his uh, red shirt at Michigan, I think, and then he played at Michigan for a year and transferred over. But I I love that. I love Charbonnet. He runs hard, man. I, I just I love that style of running. DTR. I don't know, man. People say he's good. He's not. He's not my cup of tea. He just doesn't win football games. So I guess that's what I expect out of a quarterback. Seven returning starters this year, only two on defense. Just give me under seven and a half on this one, Woj. I'm going under on these guys too.
0: I'm going over. I'm saying nine and three. I think UCLA is definitely an improved team here, especially with DTR coming back. They have the receivers coming back. They pick up Jake Bobo from Duke, who was a 74 grabs last season. Uh, good inside, uh, uh, Good inside slot receiver. Um, you said it, Chabernet. I mean, he's he's solid. They have their they have everybody there. They have a full offensive lineback. Uh, they get Utah and USC both at the Rose Bowl this year. Uh, they do have to travel north to play Oregon, but no threats outside the conference. Bill McGovern. And, and I think the biggest issue for them last year was their defense and Bill McGovern, who was the linebacker coach uh, for the Bears for the last couple of years. Uh, We know how good the linebackers are for the Bears. I know the Bears are terrible, but the linebacking crew has always been really good. He'll be the new D coordinator over there. Uh, He's worked with guys like Sean Desai and a bunch of other good guys. I think he was at the Eagles uh, before that. Um, So we'll see if uh, he can get anybody from the transfer portal to help out with the defense. Um, But I I do think uh, the Bruins have it in them to go nine and three this season. So I'm taking the overwall.
1: That's a risk. Well, I'm not gonna say it's a risky pick, Woj. It's kind of a coin flip, so I'm not gonna give you too much shit for it. I will say you said the Bears have a great linebacker crew, Woj. Let me drop some NFL knowledge on you people. Let me tell you, Woj, Rokon Smith just today just requested a trade from the Bears. Did you know that?
0: I I did. Yeah. He, do you oh, also know he doesn't have a he doesn't have a uh he doesn't have an agent? He's his own agent. That's pretty crazy. But nevertheless, uh the Bears are in a rebuild mode. I'd want to get a trade too. Uh, I mean, it's like, I don't have a take it or leave it deal, but I mean, Roquan Smith's a good, good player. There you go. Easy enough. Uh, he's coached Roquan Smith. So, uh, and Khalil Mack and, and other really good players. So, uh, I think he'll hopefully do well, uh, as their D coordinator, but I guess time will tell. Uh, he did play, he was with Chip Kelly. I think when
1: was Chip Kelly with the Eagles in the NFL, was that his team? I don't know. I just thought I'd drop some knowledge on you because I happened to read an article about it today and you went way too far with the NFL. So moving on.
0: All right. Well, one more thing. I know stories out there somewhere just cursing because he thinks Chip Kelly is the worst coach in college football. But I'm not going to hold any now care about that at all, because he says that about every coach that doesn't play his fantasy players. So uh, Chip Kelly is not the worst coach in college football. I just want to make story very clear of that.
1: Well said. Well said. I think you might say Scott Frost or PJ Fleck is ahead of him <laughs> on the list, but I, I understand. Well, I'd, what agree you're <laughs> I'd agree with that.
0: I'd agree with both of those. But uh, okay, let's move on. We got we got the Ducks. Well, Oregon Ducks, ten and two. Hey, Wall, do you know how to roast a good duck? Like what the key is to roasting a good duck?
1: Uh, don't <laughs> oh, know, I don't. I don't. Can't say I do.
0: Okay, it's pouring boiling boiling water on it while it's cooking. It makes the skin really crispy and the meat moist. That That's good to hear, Woj. Uh, hey, if anybody wants it. to roast a duck, to... it's there. But I'm not roasting <laughs> the ducks this year, Wall. Ten and two. Ten and two. I want to hear yours before I go into mine. Ten oh, I got
1: where you're going with that, Woj. It took me a minute with my old age. I, I like it. I like it. But I'm going to go under eight and a half, too. I, I'm So I'm kind of roasting them, Woj. I, I, I'm going to come back at you. No more Crystal Ball, right? And that that's a big hit. Thank God. He, no, he was a good football coach. You need to be quiet over there. Muzzle yourself if you need to. But Crystal Ball is a good football coach. That's not really what as much of my worry though as Die. Jermaine Die, they lost him. Did you know that? Uh yes. They did lose
0: probably their best player. It's Travis Dye, by the way. Not Jermaine.
1: Travis Die, sorry. Dye. Yeah.
0: Um, yes. And he's going to an opposing team, which we'll get to in a minute, but yeah, that that's a big loss. They don't have C.J. Verdell either because he's now in, I believe, in the NFL. Um, so Sean Dollar's and Brian Cardwell will be the running backs up to bat. We'll have to see how they do, but uh, keep going. Well, I I think it's ten and two easy all day.
1: Ten and two. So you're going over big time over. I don't know. I they do. I'll give you this one. They lost Thibodeau obviously, but they have good linebackers in Sol and Flo. They're both you know decent linebackers at that they're going to be able to stop people up front most of the defensive line will be back so you know definitely are going to be able to stop up people up front and they get pressure though because there's going to be a lot of pressure on the secondary now that they have to they have the good up front defense but not the secondary that they're used to so I don't know I don't see that ninth win well to be honest with you you said they're getting 10 I definitely don't see 10 wins so I'm going under eight and a half on this see
0: I I I, I... As much as I don't like Bo Nix, and if you haven't heard, Bo Nix is now an Oregon Duck. I do like the fact that he can manage a game. They have all five offensive linemen back. And that was a big strength for them last year, if anybody remembers. Uh, And the reason why I think Cristobal made mistakes. Travis Dye and C.J. Verdell were so good that all you needed to do was just get the ball in their hands and control the game. And that never happened. They never let that happen. Uh, and now with 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 Nixon there they they can manage it a little bit better they they have two new running backs don't get me wrong but being behind that offensive line you have a new co head coach and Dan Lanning uh, not Cristobal so hopefully learn from the mistakes what I think was a mistake last year uh, to 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 get that edge and to and to play around those running backs and that offensive line they have 14 returning starters I, I mean th- this is a, a decent team that went 10 and 4 last year. They have 14 restarting starters. Yeah, you talked about uh, they, the big loss on defense there, but Phil Steele still has their line, current linebacking crew fourth in the nation. So it's not like they're lo- they're losing huge linebackers. That uh, they they have backup there. They have depth there. Uh, no USC on the schedule, which is huge. They do have to play Georgia which is unfortunate for the Ducks, uh, <laughs> uh, but maybe Dan Lanning gives him a little bit of edge there because he used to be the defensive coordinator for Georgia. Maybe he's got a little trick up his sleeve. Um, and UCLA, uh, I mean, Georgia and UCLA are, are possible losses there in my eyes. 10-2 and two record for me, Walt. 10-2. and two.
1: Well, that's an easy over for you then, Walt. Looks like you'll be making some easy money
0: yeah we'll see <laughs> i wish it was that easy but uh in my eyes i think that that one's a no-brainer nevertheless we're going to move on to the beavers we got oregon state well i got them at six and six what are you thinking here
1: you keep doing oh i got them at six and six and the the over under is at six and a half i mean come on whoa i'm I'm loving I, how it's you're doing it's, the, the, under, it's the under i I know this one this one's a little bit easier but the other one's a, a little bit questionable but i'm going to prove to you why you're going to switch this one for an over, Woj. That's, that's what I'm going to do to you right now. You just got done talking up Oregon's offensive line, right? You tell you, – I, I was listening to you this time, Woj. You said they have a good offensive line, and you expect that to continue this year because their whole line is back, correct? Yes. Yeah, I, that, All that's right. word for word. All right. Well, their rushing offense in the nation last year was 24th, right? So let's go to the 19th best rushing offense in the nation. That was Oregon <laughs> State. And how many of their linemen do they have back? All but one, Woj. they got to replace one of their right tackles as far as starters anyways. And he played a bunch last year, too. So it's kind of like they're all back. So you are going under or over on Oregon State for sure, Woj. they got Fenwick Low too. That running back combo back there, they're going to get things done behind that offensive line. We all know Chance Nolan can run the ball himself. So I'm going over six and a half on this team.
0: You're going over six and a half? Is that what you said?
1: Of course I'm going over six and a half. I I was afraid we were
0: making the same pick because we haven't. I don't think we've made one yet. So I am definitely taking the under, even though this is a, uh, if you talked about coin flips earlier, this is the coin flip. Uh, It's it's like a long drive. When you think you know the best shortcut and you take it, sometimes you get it right, sometimes you don't. That's been the last three years for Oregon State. Five and seven, two and five, seven and six. Uh, They're coached by a bunch of ex-Oregon State players. You know, will they pick the right road this year? The best shortcut wall? Maybe. Maybe they won't. That's why I'm picking the middle of the road, six and six. I do think Chance Nolan is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in college football. Uh, he's got amazing stats for a guy that doesn't get brought up a lot, probably because he's on the West Coast and I'm a Big Ten fan. But nevertheless, I still think he's not in the national spotlight nearly enough as, as someone like Spencer Sanders, which does about the same as in, in, in these teams as far as record goes. Um, I think he's better than Spencer Sanders. I, I think he's an underrated quarterback through and through. Um, but you know what? I was looking for a quarterback in 2013. Uh, he's only a sophomore. So if you're interested, you know, <laughs> put up that transfer portal for next year.
1: <laughs> I don't think he would fit into that offense. Well, he's he's a little more of a scrambler, but maybe we make it work with uh, Terrence Jr. over there.
0: Yeah, I, I would uh, I would personally drive to the Ferrence's house and tell them to find a way to make it work. <laughs> if, yeah. was, if you're listening, Chance, I'm for you. I'll be your agent. Let me know. All right, USC Trojans, while well, I got them, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say
1: oh, it. Oh, come on, Woj. You, There's a lot of happening. things.
0: I'm going first, first, and then you're just disagreeing with me. That's what's no, happening. No, 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 no. I I said the Beavers six and six at the beginning. Oh, fine, I'll do it. Ten and two, Wall. Ten and two, Trojans and making two. a. Okay. Trojans making a big comeback. Lots of changes here, and th- this is not Lincoln Riley as the head coach. Wall, how about it?
1: That it's something different. <laughs> it's Lincoln Riley <laughs> over there is is gonna change the program we hope but that's what we've hoped about the last three USC coaches too right Woj so let's see <laughs> exactly what happens that I mean he did he did great work at Oklahoma don't get me wrong I'm not dissing Lincoln Riley in any way he's a great football coach but he just every USC coach just hasn't worked out for some reason well it's not gonna be a surprise to the fans here I'm gonna go under nine and a half we're on other sides of this one too but I busy offseason I'm sure you know this that more than 16 transfers over there we just talked about Mr. Dye He's the biggest pickup, in my opinion, that they got. They're coming off a four and eight season, though. I mean, they're going to have to turn that around. You can tell me Lincoln Riley's going to do that coming in off of just basically he left the team at the bowl, Oklahoma, that is, last year, right before the bowl game. So he was with Oklahoma the whole season. You're going to tell me in that short amount of time he's going to turn this football team around? I I don't know. I, I just Where's the 10 mode? Show me the 10. Notre Dame, Utah. You know they're going to drop a random one. So they're going to have to beat Notre Dame or Utah. And I, I don't know. I, I'm going under nine and a half on this.
0: I mean, you know my thoughts on Notre Dame. I can already tell you that one right there. It's a win for USC.
1: Notre That's Dame.
0: Not, yep, I got you. Na- no, 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 no. Trojans <laughs> win that game. Trojans win that game. Uh, anyways, the, uh, the Utah game is going to be a tough one. I mean, we we already know that. It's the Utah Utes. They're they're and we'll get to them now. They're next on our list, so we'll we'll talk about them next. This this, this whole list is stupid. We got to switch the alphabet here. Uh, <laughs> um. Other, you, so you said Travis Dye is the biggest improvement, and I don't disagree. He's a big improvement. I don't think he's the biggest. I think that I think he's tied with players like Jordan Addison from Pitt, the wide receiver. 100 receptions, arguably the best receiver in college football last year, at 100 receptions for 1,600 yards and 17 Ds. I think stat wise, he's probably the best. Um, you have Caleb Williams, so the quarterback that was with Lincoln Riley. completion, which is nuts. So uh, let me get to a little side note here. The completion ratings of all of these quarterbacks, while over since we started doing this podcast have gone from like, you're a pretty good quarterback if you're throwing 55% to you're nothing, no bag of chips if you ain't throwing over 60, which is wild to me. Uh, 64.5%, 2K yards with 21 TDs and only four receptions. And I know you're big on the little conversion there. That's pretty good, right?
1: Golden ratio, baby. That's what you got to go by. And I'd like to piggyback on what you said about the the completion percentage. It's because the offenses are changing up, too. They're doing a lot more dump passes, whereas before when we saw a pass, you know, it was run, 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 play action, go downfield. But now they're doing these five-yard in and five-yard out routes that are getting those completion ratings up. So I think it's a little bit of a manufactured improvement in statistics as just pertaining to the offenses basically changing. So I think there's that. But golden ratio, Woj, it's huge, let me tell you.
0: Yeah, and so that, that's not the only pickup. So other than Travis Dye, they got Austin Jones from Stanford. Not great, but a study number two back. And then they pick up, bring Mario Williams. So Lincoln Liley is bringing himself, Caleb Williams, and Mario Williams, who was the receiver from Oklahoma, with him over to USC. So there's already some cohesion there. They pick up Brennan Rice, which was the best wide receiver at Colorado, and they still have Taj Washington and Gary Brandt. So to me, other than Ohio State, and probably tied with Ohio State, this is one of the best receiving cores in the nation, uh, just on paper. Now, we haven't seen them play. Uh, On paper, this is the best. Ohio State's got them beat there because they've already played together. They know what's going on. Um, But this is the only Achilles heel that USC has is their defense. They have a much improved offense they have a much improved hedge coach but can they beat last year's defense to to get a 10-win team i think they can they can't be any worse than they were last year um and can lincoln riley like you talked about and hit on can he make this mesh in one season right off the bat and there's a lot of new players here a lot of new minds coming from a lot of different programs this this is a test for lincoln riley really uh to see if he can put together something in a package whereby game one they're ready to go wall and they're going to need to be ready to go off the bat uh like we talked about they do have notre dame in a non-conference game and that's that's not going to be the easiest schedule or easiest game in the books and then they start i think they start the season off pretty quickly they're playing some pretty good teams so it'll be tough but i'm taking them 10 and 2 i think this is a much improved usc team i think we finally found the coach that can actually do it but i'm going to eat my hat on that one I'm sure
1: we'll see I mean the you're, you're agreeing with the bookmakers they are the odds-on favorite to win the Pac-12 as of right now they, they they've they uh they're pretty close right now I think with Utah but they're the odds-on favorite so we'll see I they I like you said they they have wide receivers I they always have wide receivers it seems like USC every year they have talent they just even though they have all that talent sometimes they just don't win football games so I, I will disagree on this one just like every other one <laughs> all right well we have uh, the Utah Utes next. Who it,
0: was the winners of the Pac-12 last year? Uh, and they haven't changed much, have they?
1: No, they haven't. And I, I love it. I can't wait for your wife to hear you say, was the Pac-12 winners. That's Yeah. I hope she texts me and let me know how wrong you were on that. But <laughs> oh, I think this is, this is yeah, you're going to pay the price on that one. I think this is one we can agree on, which I don't know what you're picking here. I'm going to guess, though, that you're going over because this is a Kyle Whittingham coach football team that is just a good football team, Oge. what can you say other than that? They've been good too for the past four or five years. It's it's crazy. He's been coaching there for 18 years. Oge. He's 144 and 70. Can you believe that? That's a hell yeah, of a record. He, he's a good
0: coach. They've had a good team. I They've, they've been very consistent. I mean, it's there's the, Utah is one of the 21 teams in the nation this coming year that is returning their head coach, starting quarterback and coordinators. There's only 21 teams and they're one of them.
1: Well, and the they're wait, what would you say the head coach, quarterback and what? Head coach,
0: starting quarterback and both coordinators.
1: And both coordinators. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that. So that's a good one to know. I mean, the quarterback Cameron Rising, right there. Let me tell you, he's he took over for Brewer last year. I don't know if you remember that, Woj, but yeah. he wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year. He took over. He's he's dynamite, baby. Let me tell you, he's dynamite. So yeah, they got the Kyle Whittingham, Cameron Rising combo right there. Both offensive and defensive coordinators. Scaly, I know, is the defensive coordinator. I can't think of offensive coordinator off the top of my head, but they got Tavian Thomas too. That guy came on at the end of the year, running back over there. Mm-hmm. You know. 21 rushing touchdowns last year, which
0: 21 rushing yeah, touchdowns. He, he's awesome. So, I mean, the thing about this is, is they've stayed the same and they're consistent. They're a good team through and throughout. I mean, there's no holes in Utah. So, in like every other team, there's holes. USC, we just talked about it, their defense as a whole. Uh, but Utah, there's no holes. Uh, they're a very consistent team. Problem is, they have a tough schedule this year. They're going to start with Florida. They have at US, UCLA. They get USC at home, but then they got to go at Oregon. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough schedule. There's a lot of teams getting better around them. I have them at nine and three wall.
1: I, I don't disagree with, well, I don't know about not nine. I definitely think they're getting eight, so I'm going over. So we're agreeing on the over under here. They, you mentioned that tough schedule, and that's the only thing that's got me thinking that nine, I don't, maybe not, but I'm going to go over, Woj. So let's chalk it up as an agreement.
0: All right, I, I, hey, first one, I love it. This is awesome. We still got two teams left. Can you believe it? Maybe we can go three for three here to end It end up the end the Pac-12. We got Washington Huskies next. Wall, I have them seven and five, so I'll start it right off the bat.
1: So, whoa, seven and five. So that means you're going over the five and a half number. Which, hey, well, Woj, believe this or not? I am going over five and a half too, baby.
0: Can you believe it? No, no, I can't. No, not not considering who the quarterback is. Michael Penix Jr. He pulled over. Uh, Kalen DeBoer was with, was he with San Diego? Uh, I can't remember where he was from. But nevertheless, in 2019, he was in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and coached Penix when he had a really good season, and he brought him through the transfer portal over to the Washington Huskies. We already know their defense. Well, their defense is pretty solid, always has been. But that's a pickup as far as quarterback. Maybe it'll be good for him, maybe it won't. Uh, but i could see six or seven wins just based on the schedule it's going to be a fun game on september 17th when washington state rolls in town in washington There, wall
1: it will be and i rolled one over your head which <laughs> i got you over baby over seven and a half though Woj. the number is not five and a half not five and a half Woj. so we're going against <laughs> each other baby i like that point you made about DeBoer, though i, I like that point i believe he said he was good right because That's what I think of him. I think he's good. So that's what I heard you say.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's done good things up to this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Since Peterson left, he's been, he's been doing really well in my opinion. You know, Penix, did you mention Penix, Woj? You know, I, I tune you out when you're talking.
0: I, I did mention Penix and he coached
1: him and DeBoer coached him in 2019 yeah, yeah, I, I vaguely remember you just saying that like 20 seconds ago, but Penix, man, <laughs> I don't know what to think about him because it, last year I, he had that good game. Was it against Ohio State they played, Woj, where he played out of his mind in the first half? Yep, yep. Yeah, they almost beat Ohio State, and then Ohio State, I believe, came back. I don't know if it was the third end of the third or the fourth, but Penix looked good in that game in the first half, but then second half he looked like the Penix we saw kind of the rest of the season. So I don't know what you, if it's a good pickup or not, but I think it's going to at least help somewhat. So I'm going to go over seven and a half on there. We're really close though. You got that seven. I just say they're going to win half a game more, watch All
0: right. Washington State Cougars wall. Washington State. So this one I'm confused on. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other people are too. What What do the books have this at? I don't even know. What What is it right now?
1: It's five and a half. It's five and a half. Even money so too, that- I think.
0: Yeah, lost Jaden Delora, so their starting QB is gone. But but the reason Delora left is because they picked it up Cameron Ward from Incarnate Word, uh, who won the Jerry Rice Award last year, and he also picked up – they brought in his coordinator as well, or his head coach, who's now going to be the coordinator, something like that. Um, everyone touts this kid as being something crazy special. Um, this just screams like – not ready but i don't know uh again pac-12 defenses aren't that crazy good right now there's a couple teams that are but and and i think a lot of people forget washington state finished second in their division last year there won't be a division this year because they are now the nancy double a said that they don't need to be uh have divisions and conferences the pac-12 jumped out of that they decided not to so it's going to be overall record uh, with tiebreakers that gets into the championship game, um, kind of like the old bowl season used to work back in the day. But uh, what what are your thoughts on this? Well, I, I don't know. I, that's a tough number to see. I, I just don't know Cameron Ward. I don't know how well he's going to perform in a situation like this.
1: I I'm not I'm not going to lie to our fans and say that I watched Incarnate Word, you know, play a football game last year, Wood. So I don't know. I know the reason though why people are talking him up. It's because his style fits perfectly with this offense, Woj. This offense, you know it, air raid, baby, air raid. Mr. Mike Leach brought it to the program. It's still there. Pass, 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 pass. And that's what Mr. Cameron Ward does. So I think that's why a lot of people are talking him out, talking him up, just because he's going to fit very well into that program. But last year, Woj, last year, they were 107th in the run. Their offensive rushing was 107th in the nation. I don't care. like. You mentioned the Pac 12 defenses might not be that great. Well, if you're just putting eight or nine back every time to guard the pass, you don't need to have that great of a defense in the secondary, anyways. You can put that extra linebacker back, take him out of the game, and put another cornerback. So they do have to develop the run if they want to do well. They're strong up front. I get that. But. I'm just going to go under five and a half on these guys. And I did say before it was even money on each side. I just looked it up for everyone. It's not. It's shaded a little bit to the under, minus 125, plus 105 on the other side. But I'm still taking the under five and a half on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with you, too. Uh, I could, I'll, get, I'll get a chance to really see what they look like. Uh, week two, they go to Camp Randall. Wall. Uh, that's going to be a tough game against the, the Badgers. Now I see the Badgers dominating them. But they're going to get a real test. That's a good defense through and through. So we'll see how good Cameron Ward really is.
1: We will. And that's a, that's a big 10 defense that doesn't, you know, they don't play there's Ohio state, I guess is now I wouldn't even say them, but there's not a lot of air raid deep or offenses that the big 10 teams see on a, you know, season by season basis. So we'll see how they handle that you know, air raid offense, but it's, it's Wisconsin, baby. Those fans in the third quarter, they're going to be jumping around because they're going to be up 30 touchdowns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When Cameron Ward gets hit by a 250 pound lineman (laughs) uh, and then gets pancaked to the ground, he's going to be feeling a little different, I think for the rest of the game. So we'll see how those big Wisconsin boys can get to Cameron Ward and shake (laughs) him up a little bit. Well, a good Pac-12 episode there. I'm actually excited for the Pac-12 this year. I haven't been excited for a while, but a lot of changes going on. I think the transfer portal kind of helped with that a little bit even though I'm not a huge component of the transfer portal. But I I do like the fact that we're getting some big changes. I like how the Ducks are going to be. I think the Ducks are going to do better. You don't. I think USC is going to be pretty good. Again, you're not that big of a fan. I think UCLA is going to be a decent contender with Utah. So uh, there's some good teams there. There's some bad dumpster fire teams. So we'll see how it goes. Well.
1: It's an interesting conference, Woj. You're right. It's going to be a good year to watch. There's not many conferences that I don't think there are any actually that are a three horse race, and you know this one in the Pac-12, you got a three horse race between USC, Utah, and Oregon. At least that's how the books have it. So it'll be a good season to watch. And you got to remember, it might be the last time we watch. You know these teams in the Pac-12. USC USC might not be there. So you know, enjoy the season. I hope it's a good one.
0: Yeah, and uh just a little side note before we head out, Wall. This was the last preview episode, so we have. Uh... We have normal episodes coming back out every Thursday morning for you, uh, week to week um, before the beginning of the season here. And we're getting down to crunch time here. So we got some great games those those first week and, and even the second week. I think we're going to highlight some of those games coming up, Walt.
1: Hey, well, you know it. I'm excited, <laughs> baby. I'm excited.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram is college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj.
1: I'm Walt.
0: And this was the College Football Rundown.
1: We're out.